127 on the mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry 127 at FBC Bryan. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. We hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 what did you do, podcast crew? <laughs> 31 minutes episode, here we go. We're trying to make this one really speedy, really fast. Welcome to 127 on the mic, this is our banter, and now we're transitioning into angels. Uh, here we are. What are angels doing today? <laughs> yo. Welcome. Happy Merry Thursday. Mm. Yep. So the Thursday's Mary, mm. and it's Happy Merry Thursday, or like Merry so, Thursday? So the Mary is happy, and the Thursday is Mary. And so it's... Mary, which is happy, is applying to the Thursday. You confused me with words right there. Yep. I don't even know what you said. Caleb will probably translate because he knows words. Um, happy Merry Thursday. Happy means you have happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard. No happy means way. you're satisfied in thought. Mary, okay. it could be a name or it could be a state of um, being. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, that's married. Um, hey, yeah. you, you lied to me earlier. And you then, said you weren't going to talk. Yeah, you said 25 minutes. How long has it been? <laughs> yeah, but right after I said that, I, I, well, hang on now. Minute right, 35. <laughs> hang on. Right, right after I said that, I said, that's probably not going to work. Yeah, that's probably not going to work for me. Um, oh, man. Happy versus Mary. No, so we're getting... This is the, the topic for today. However, really these words have nuanced distinctions. We talk about distinctions. While happy denotes a general state of joy, Mary implies a lively or exuberant celebration. Mm. And so it's like, I have a joyful celebratory Thursday. Thursday. That's what exuberant. That's what you're going for? Yep. What are we celebrating? Podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this Thursday is exceptionally exuberant. Wow. Those are both E's. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> e squared. What have, what have y'all been up to today? Excellent. Excellent. Excellent exuberant. Exuberant. Exaltation. Um, yeah. Of enormously <laughs> extravagant. Egregious. <laughs> Golly. What have we been doing today? Yeah. For well, your question? Yep. Yeah. Uh, looking oh. at some Bible study stuff. Ooh. I, how were they? Uh, they're good. Yeah. So far, so good. I think our leaders are going to be blessed by the work of our residents. Mm. Um, and then in turn, our students are going to be blessed by the work of our residents and the work of our Bible study leaders together. Good word. Um, and then I wrote, or I, I didn't write, I, already, I had already scribed. I sent out an email to, to all of the locals, to the local parachurch and church leaders mm. saying, Hey, if you're not encouraging your people to sign up as counselors for impact, you're missing it. And this is why. Um, and so I explained to them our return of investment, return on investments. How you actually say that? ROI. Our ROI for mm-hmm. like what sort of effort we've put forth into impact and how it's changed, how we interact with freshmen and what our ministry looks like. So mm-hmm. uh, help them maybe understand that. Maybe not. They might just be like, that was stupid and uh, go about their day. And then I met with Blake. Blake's back. If you don't know Blake, meet Blake. Blake's black. Blake's Blake's guy. Blake, great guy. Blake's Blake's a good guy. And then uh, what? And then I came in here. Blake Blake's a great guy. Blake's you know Blake. Okay, it's great. <laughs> and then uh, then I came in here and we started talking about birds. Oh, oh we did. And the uh, what else did we talk about? I forget. I don't know. We talked about the Apple Watch. Oh yeah. Ooh, hey hey. Sell them. 
per yeah. Hey, can you guys just make a commitment to me? Buy low, sell high. Say, say not, not buy another Apple Watch. Um, yes, no, buy buy an Apple Watch. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. If there are things that I should know, yeah. If there are things that I should know, like in the world, yeah. Then just let me know some okay. of those. And like, hey, the Apple Watch committed theft, and uh, maybe the price of them are going up. Like, that's not super important. Like, you may want to call me, and be like, hey, have you heard about this? But if like we go to war or something, because apparently I don't pay attention to much outside Same. of yeah. the bubble. I don't have TV. Are we going I, to war right now? I, I don't TV, think so. But but, but if we're like, going to war against sin. Oh gosh. But if <laughs> I knew that one already, <laughs> and Ethan put his put his mic away. Um, <laughs> but but if like, hey, they they're predicting there's a meteorite that's fixing to land like in north texas i've heard this 2032 there's a meteor that's going to crash in the ocean it's going to end it yeah what's his face told me uh the smart guy <laughs> that's like everywhere e- Elon. Elon. The grass nope. the other one. yeah that guy yep there's a meteor and it's going to go through a very very small what he called keyhole <laughs> That's not a funny word. What's wrong with you guys? I, I didn't laugh at it. I'm looking at you dead faced. <laughs> you if started laughing. Through, that's why I laughed. <laughs> not, if it goes through the keyhole, okay, uh, we die. Can we call it the camel's eye? <laughs> sure. You can call it whatever you want. Okay. I just I just laughed because I know Neil deGrasse Tyson and I, uh, where'd y'all meet? Not, not I don't know him like that. But oh. I just I not thought like he that, would not like that. Just, we the, just the fact by. that he would use the word keyhole is interesting. <laughs> Because I thought he would use like wormhole or black hole or no. Listen, if a meteorite hits us, we travel through a black hole. No, yeah, then we're <laughs> we won't see it coming. We got trouble. <laughs> but I don't know how those things work. But I think it's a sneak attack. It's a keyhole. I don't know why he called it that. I think it's because it's key, right? Oh, like DJ Khaled, major yeah. key. Yeah, yeah. What uh, key though? Major keyler. E. The key. Yeah. Okay, so it's coming. That's the key we're in today. It's e. coming through. All right, the podcast coming to you in the key of E. <laughs> oh man. Like, yeah, what are we talking about? Every yeah, so that's the tidbit <laughs> that I think you should know. So in like 2031, if it's hitting in 2032, at least give me I a heads up. Keyhole, I think in 2028, okay. it is supposed to pass <laughs> through the keyhole. And then we'll know. And we'll know in 2028. Like that's. We got four years. We got trouble. And then it is trouble. Mm. So you then, think you could invent a big enough tennis racket? To hit that thing back. Hey, <laughs> no. If Aerosmith <laughs> taught me anything. No, put it on that. a boat. Oh if Aerosmith taught me anything, it's we talk like about we Armageddon. can train a group of, uh, what are they called? Roughnecks. Oil, oil yeah. rig workers. Yep. Mm-hmm. To fly up into space. Take care of that thing. And yeah. Didn't they make that a roller coaster at Disney World? Armageddon? No, the song. <laughs> what, Aeros- what, oh, Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster? <laughs> yeah, it's kind I don't of, think that's it, on it feels the same thing, though. It's just anytime Aerosmith's around, I think, the end of the world. Even. On the jet. Speaking of... Oh, is that what that, dude, camel, that big dude sings? Camel, oh, camel eye. Wow. Is, is there a deeper meaning for that? Like in the... I don't... I've heard something like it's about it. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Like the it eye is of for a needle a rich was man a, to get into him. They talk about the camel's gate being like a small gate. Yeah. Um, there, that's that's kind of the thing, but it's... That's conjure. It's poor. It's just like, take it for what it means. Like, literally, it's just hard for the camel to get through an eye of a needle. Yeah. Because I was just like, I have a needle. But I, I think I saw something about that. I was like, interesting. I don't think I've ever even thought of that, but I don't know if it's right. And so yeah. I was curious after. I've looked at it a couple of times and never never pulled anything more than just like somebody the keyhole trying explanation. to push our buttons. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Speaking of hard topics. It's a good segue. <laughs> pressing buttons. Uh yeah, angels. In the outfield? No. Wait, what? 
You ever seen Angels in the Outfield? I've never seen Angels. You've it's never a baseball seen movie. It's the greatest baseball movie. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. Does Uh-oh. it have like a... What's but, Dennis okay, Quaid? Fever Pitch. <laughs> Although you are in love for it, I think... It's skewed 100%. Cloud your judgment in these <laughs> topics. I think Jimmy Fallon is the greatest, okay? <laughs> I will say this. He's a chameleon like Tom Hanks. Let me look at this. I will say Angels this. in the Outfield? Angels in the Outfield. You gotta watch it. Defined my childhood love for baseball. Yeah, mine was Major League. Oh, that's a good one too. And I had Major League Two on VHS when I was in college, and I watched it probably every other day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wore that thing out. Oh, is is this like or the? Comedy. It's about orphans, man. This dude comes back to life, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> well, he's the angel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's called I, Angels in the Outfield, not I, Jesus is okay. in the Outfield. <laughs> I think I've seen. I th- if Re- I reincarnated <laughs> Chris in the Outfield. I may have seen this, but if I did, it was so long ago. But Major League was one that I I remember more. We got to rewatch the Sheen. Rookie of the year. I watched Rookie of the year. <laughs> rookie of the year is so good. What's possible? Rookie of the year is good. Yeah. What's the one where he's like a thirteen-year-old and he like has an arm? <laughs> That's called Rookie of the Year. No wait. What's your, oh, I'm thinking of the Rosenbagger. Oh, no, the rookie with yeah. Dennis Quaid. With Dennis Quaid. I like yeah, that one. That too. one's actually fantastic. Curveball is a good baseball movie. I don't even know what we're talking about. Moneyball. <laughs> Moneyball is a great baseball movie. And then the one with um, <laughs> Trouble with the Curve is what I'm talking about. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. the one with Jimmy Fallon. It's called uh, mm. Fever Pitch. No, Trouble with the Curve is with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> how do, oh, Angels in the Outfield. I was like, how do we yeah. get to baseball every Angels, time? Okay. Angels in the Outfield. Yep. That's what we're talking about today, but not the movie. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, thank you for that. The, mm, I needed that. Uh, we had this topic submitted a long time ago, and I thought it was interesting, especially Hebrews 1 talks about angels. And so this is a great, great kickoff for us. Uh, and so I'm just going to lay this before you guys and I guess kind of get a working definition for us. Like what and who and why and all the questions are angels. Like what are they? <laughs> I don't What and who and why? All of them. Why are trees? Yeah, I mean, uh, the word, obviously the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And the New Testament's written in Greek. So different words are used to represent angels. And so the word in the Hebrew is malach. Uh, and that word basically just means a messenger. And so... Um, in the NASB, that word is used to describe angels 101 out of 213 times. And so the basic definition of an angel is basically just a messenger uh, that takes the message of God, right, and, and gives it to mankind. So if you think about uh, Mary and Joseph, the angels that came and spoke to them, they were sending the message from God to Mary or to Joseph. Or you think about the angels that appear to Abraham. Um, in Genesis, they are bringing a divine message from God to Abraham. Um, and so it's really just the, the angels are meant to be messengers. Messengers. Angels. Angel messengers. <laughs> yeah, but what are they? Yeah, like what, what's their purpose? What's their... So they're messengers. Is there any other purpose that they serve? Are they... Like where, where in the spiritual realm do they lie? Well, Chris Tomlin taught me that they are uh, an army. Mm. Army of angels. Let's tell me about that. God of angel armies. He's always by, by my side. side. <laughs> so just him, not the angels. My side. Yeah, but angel armies. He got he got them ready to go. Um, I, <laughs> there. Sorry, start talking about Chris Tomlin. <laughs> um, so messengers, good. Uh, looking at scripture, I think one of the things that you can do, you're you're gonna see this in. Um, in Hebrews, of course, this would probably be one of the more basic te- texts. I'm not going to be able to talk this whole time, so just <laughs> hold on, people. 
Um, and to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool at your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who inherit salvation? Um, I, I love that verse because, and, and I, we mentioned this verse, I think I mentioned this verse from stage um, towards the end of the close of Daniel going forward into Hebrews just as a connecting point um, because there's a, there's a cool kind of um, out there angel end of the world kind of thing that happens in Daniel that, that when you get into the first part of Hebrews, it helps you kind of understand that, um, that the spirits are ministering spirits sent to all of those that inherit, which is a fun word to deal with for some of you that inherit salvation. And so ministers, sorry, angels minister. That's what they do. They're, they minister to what we're going to say. They minister to Christians or you would go, they minister to the saints of God. Um, and so they exist, they exist for Christians, which is pretty big. They serve Christians. Um, it's one of the points that I pull out of there. And then really kind of more amazingly, um, is that they, um, not just exist for them or serve them, but they help us, uh, understand our salvation. Um, part of, uh, you think of it kind of like the guy who, who brings you your inheritance. He goes, this is what you get and this is what you do with it. Mm. Um, and so angels serve for the good of Christians all the time. Um, which is a, which is a pretty, a pretty cool promise. Um, that would be like, you connect that to Romans eight twenty eight. It's like, it's just a really good thought, um, that we know that all things work together. Yeah. And so if all things include all things, often we go, all things are just like bad things. And we loft that out to people be like, I know you're struggling, but man, all things work together for the good. And we're like, thanks. That's encouraging. <laughs> um, but then you go, well, angels are for the good. Uh, of those who are called according to his purpose. And so you can connect those two things together. And one of the things angel does is just minister to us. That should be an encouragement. That's good. What else? There, there's more. You just keep pulling verses. I know you are looking at them. I'm, I see two Bibles open or an iPad and a Bible. And so I'm assuming there's a Bible over there. Yeah. I mean, there is. First Thanks. Corinthians six, um, one, this is in the context of Paul is trying to correct people who are having lawsuits against one another and he says in verse 1, When one of you has a grievance against another, does he dare go to law before the unrighteous instead of the saints? Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to any trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more than matters pertaining to this life? And so you see, again, kind of, we talked about angels being ministers. We talked about angels being messengers. And this, we, we kind of see of... Um, again, of humanity being the chief of God's creation over the angels. Um, and you see in Revelation chapter 4 and 5 where the angels oh, are we go. <laughs> uh, worshiping the throne. They're saying, holy, holy, holy. Mm. In the essence that these angels are um, meant to both minister to God. They're worshiping God and then mm -hmm. they're ministering to us. They're helping us, like he said, inherit our salvation. And uh, I think those are just a few things we could get to. But What did you get? <clears throat> just Revelation 4, right? Where it says that day and night, they never stop ceasing mm -hmm, to sing mm -hmm, the praises mm -hmm, of the Lord. And then it says that every time, uh, whenever these creatures give glory and honor and thanks to one seated on the throne, 24 elders fall down before the one seated on the throne. <laughs> this is angels lead, not only worshiping, serving, but it's also leading us uh, in worship That's good. Uh, of the Father. And so, um, yeah. What are angels? What do they do? They how do we relate to them? Yeah. Um, one day we'll be led by them in worship. We'll be led by them, and um, you know, I think that the great battle is going to be 
fun. That's my personality is to take that role and uh, that position and I'll be led by um, the king, obviously, but also uh, his army and, and the ones who will lead us into worship. Yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, that's all you. That yeah. Me. I mean, I was maybe, just going to say too, kind of what he was hinting at. If the book of Revelation is like, not only are the angels uh, leading us in worship, but like Ethan said, they're leading us to the battle. And so oh. you see um, oh. just in, there's a progression in Revelation where there's the seven seals mm-hmm. and then there's the seven trumpets and then there's the seven bowls. Um, and, and when you see the seven seals, we have uh, living creatures opening the seals and then we have the seven angels opening the seven trumpets and we have then the um, seven angels opening the seven bowls as well, I believe, or maybe that's just God. But long story short, you see that these angels are uh, mediators almost of God's judgment poured out on the world where, like we mentioned, the angels are ministering to the saints, to the, the church by pouring out judgment on the rest of the world that was against the church, that was against the saints. I mean, so that's even how the angels will minister to us. They will protect us from the judgment of God as they pour it out on the rest of uh, wicked humanity. Yeah, another thing I'm reminded of is a uh, <clears throat> Philip, uh, the disciple in going to Gaza, was visited by an angel who gave him like spiritual direction in his next steps. And so um, I do think that angels provide or will provide our do provide kind of this spiritual guidance of um, what's next. Mm-hmm. So there's to take a subject like angels and just say like, Hey, what do they do? Yeah. It's like, well, let's try and sum up the entirety of here's <laughs> the Bible, the Bible yeah, you go. and say like, here's what they do. Here's where they've been shown. Here's where you see them. Uh, and I don't know if the person who submitted this request just wants us to say that we're not going to be angels, right? <laughs> yeah. Or if they want to know, like, uh, what do they look like? What are what do they smell like? You know, I don't know what this person. They wants, probably smell good. I mean, <laughs> heavenly sense. <laughs> I got two thoughts, and I'm going to forget one of them. So I'm going to say probably the most the funny one. one. No, 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 the, the funny one, one would be good too. Um, for those of you that are listening to the podcast and and wonder our approach to this these topics. Most of the time, we don't know what we're talking about before we get into the room. Uh, but also, we just open up the Bible and go, what does the Bible have to say about this? Um, which is, which you hear that and you go, well, duh. But often, we're not in the habit of doing that. And so when you have a question about something, I, we love answering. Please submit your questions. We want to explore those. They're, it's life-giving for us and hopefully for other people. But but open up your, your Bible and go, okay, what do angels do? Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny side of that, I needed to say that, and I'm going to go somewhere else with this too, but the funny side, I saw something somewhere the other day that, uh, I think a friend of mine from Sherman had sent that said, uh, you keep asking about angels and he, they had a bunch of Bible verses listed over that. It's like that ghost you see are not dead people. <laughs> and, and we're like, it was just like this funny, like here's grandpa yeah, yeah, floating yeah. over it and people go, are we going to be angels? And oftentimes we go like into ghost realm yeah. with that. And is, is that kind of what an angel is? Caleb's preaching a sermon already. Um, and I think everything we've done so far started with M. What was your first one? Cause we did minister messenger, messenger, minister. And then you said uh, mediator. Which was, which mm. was, which was a good, and again, not on purpose. I didn't even do that on purpose. I just, just kept doing it, which I love. And so worship leader starts yeah. with the, uh, upside down. Meme. Okay. Thanks for that. Um, music, music, <laughs> music, there you go. Oh, music leader. Um, <laughs> music worship leaders. pastors love to be called music that, pastors. by the way. Yeah. They love that. <laughs> music leaders. So, so in the, in the mediate, I'm just, I'm just a youth director. That's Sorry, you are. John, go. 
in, in the mediate side of things. The, again, so open your Bible, Psalm 103, 20 and 21. Bless the Lord, O you, his angels. Now, he, he described them, you mighty ones who do his word, hmm. obeying the voice of the Lord. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, is another angel, his ministers who do his will. Hmm. And so then as that mediator form, as that minister form, they're just executing God's will. Yeah. Um, on this planet and, and take a few things. They are mighty ones. These aren't things that are going to haunt your house. They could care. They could just wreck your house. They destroy your house, pick your house up and move it. If they want to, these are mighty. They're not baby like characters floating around in diapers with cute little bows and arrows. Um, that that's not what they care about. They are, um, gigantic and full of power and they are armies literally who, obey the voice of the Lord. These are the military forces that go, this is what you do and they execute it. And, and so you need to, to put yourself into a different, I mean, Caleb scratch the surface of that, uh, of what that is. You need to put yourself in the right, um, frame of mind, uh, to understand what that is. But then that brings about when you think about, okay, these are, these are things that execute as judgment. Then what are they not? Mm. Um, mm. and maybe this helps you understand some things that they're, they're not, um, inanimate idols. They're not something you can just put on a shelf. They're not something that is on the side of your Christmas tree or even on the top. I think we have an angel at the top of our Christmas tree. Um, he, they, they, they do stuff. Yeah. Now, inanimate objects also do God's will. Yeah. I mean, the rocks will cry out if we don't, the, right. the sea roars in worship. And so, um, but, but understand that these are not just something that's out there. These are functional I, I, you want to say living, uh, created. Um, and in that, then you go, okay, well, what, what kind of is the purpose? Yeah. Uh, what are, what are they doing? And then I, I really oversimplify this for me. And I think you guys may be able to run with this. I don't know if Zach was going to ask that question. Um, but, but this is, I, I pulled this from Daniel chapter seven as we were studying through that. And I didn't make much of this, but it's maybe this is a cool place to, to mention it. Um, in Daniel seven, it, it says a stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him. A thousand thousands is how much Caleb? Million. That's a million. <laughs> Thank you. He was taking a drink when I did that. A That's a million. So, so just that number there, a million served him and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. There's a hundred million. That's a hundred million. We were doing that math earlier. Um, that's, uh, and I didn't, we didn't do that math up for this verse, but that's what it is. So you have a million who serve him and you have a hundred million standing before him mm. in the courtroom as he stands in judgment and there the books are open. And this gets us to kind of end times talk here. And so God in his grandeur, in his display of his magnificence creates 10 million angels that just stand before him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that we understand hmm. that number. I don't. You nobody like when you think okay, ten million or a hundred million people. I can I can visualize that. No, you cannot. No. Um, how many people live in New York? Like nine million. Uh, like, nine million people in New York yeah. spread out over that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think the largest concert in Central Park was like two hundred thousand people. Central Park is gigantic. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. And so you're taking that number and you're multiplying it by five hundred to yeah. get there. The, the, this, the scope of this. Is there 12 million? What's that face for? Uh, New York population in 2021 was eight and a half million. That was oh. close. So, so like real close putting, putting that number on display is pretty, I think there's 300 million people in all of these United States. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
Uh, I like the, the way you said that. These United States. It was very like um, for now. I'm just getting he rid. Says, of it. It was very like 1990 <laughs> patriotic song. Yeah. At school. <laughs> Why don't you sing one of those for us? These here United States. <laughs> Old guy with a fake beard up yeah. there. Pretending like to be you Ben would, Franklin. Yeah, something you would hear at Disney World. <laughs> I, I, I think the prospectors used to roam these I hills. Could, I, could end up, I could end up like working at a Six Flags <laughs> by Yosemite Sam. Just, anyway. Um, I said I said of Okay. And and so their purpose, not only doing God's will, but but really, I don't want to boil this down too far because there's a lot that's wrapped up in this, but really created to display the magnificence of God. Yeah. A million sent out, a hundred million standing before, uh, which is your purpose. Hear me. There's a lot that you get to do, but boil it down, display the magnificence of God, yeah. to put God's glory on display in whatever way you can. I just think they're probably better at it than us right, right now. and. Maybe mm-hmm. for eternity, they got a different stage than we do. Yeah. I really want to give angels a little bit of a personality. Oh, gosh. Before I'm done. Um, oh, gosh. Here we go. Buckle first, up. First Peter one twelve. It, it, it speaks into... Um, well, this is what it says. Uh, it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. These things have now been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Angels long to catch a glimpse... Of these things, mm-hmm. as ministers, we have to study, um, read, uh, discern our way through biblical teaching. Mm. Um, angels don't, right? Mm. They speak verbatim uh, what God tells them to speak. Mm. And so, when it says in verse twelve, angels long to catch a glimpse of this preaching of the gospel uh, to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, they desire uh, to gain glimpses of God's word preached um, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I just love that imagery. Like I love, I don't know. I always think of like angels looking down through like a little uh, keyhole uh, to us. Right. And uh, (laughs) it's back. (laughs) And they're just like, they're like crowded around this, you know, uh, that's not what it is, but I can imagine angels gathered um, and like, in awe of the gospel of Christ preached uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's just a really cool image for me. Mm. I like that. And that was, thank you for that. For sure, man. Game no, personality. And I, yeah. I think that that's really cool because when we think about um, just with, with these questions, you're going to have thoughts about, well, well then what are the demons doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously it's mentioned several times in the scriptures. It's not super clear exactly what happened, but I like to think about it this way, right? I was reading this textbook uh, for one of my classes, and it's it's about dominion and dynasty, and it's just this idea that God, from the beginning, when he when he created the world, and when he created mankind, the chief of his creation, his desire was that they would have dominion, that they would have a land to live in, and that they would rule over that land, right? Be fruitful and multiply, fill and subdue the earth, right? Rule over the land and reign over it. And I think it's very similar to that in the angels, that when God created the angels, he didn't want them to rule over the earth, but that he was wanting them to exercise dominion and to have some sense of authority, even though we also have authority over the angels. Um, So I think when you think about, when you think about, again, the angels purpose, it's that they're supposed to minister to the saints, that they're supposed to reach out. Um, you know, John talked about in, in the, the book of Daniel that um, Michael, the angel, was over this region, right? And they're supposed to protect and to minister um, to the world. Mm. And yet these other angels, the fallen angels, Satan, they, they want to do the exact opposite. They want to 
hinder the world from hearing the the gospel, like what Ethan just said. They want to hinder the world from seeing the truth and the majesty and the holiness of God, right? And so I think that's just a really cool thing to think about. You know, I was reading screw tape letters and and so often in screw tape letters, the the principle for the demon is not necessarily that you can um, get the person caught up in so many bad things, but just to distract the person from the main thing, to distract them from God. And I think really that's just the the purpose I want to focus in on, on the angels um, is that the, the purpose of angels, like we all said, is just to really reflect God, right? To, to show how holy God is, right? Again, we, we said in Revelation 4, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The angel's sole purpose is to magnify God to humanity. And so when we think about demons, their purpose, because they've um, disobeyed, because they've transgressed, maybe is a better word, they, their purpose is to hide God from mankind, to um, blur God from mankind, to blind mankind from seeing God clearly. And so I think uh, just when we think about angels, we really ought to think, how are they or how am I perceiving God? And is it, um, is it being tainted by demonic activity? Am I, am I allowing um, the world and all of those things to taint my image of God? Because I, I think that's the purpose of angels. Hmm. That's really good. I don't even want to ask another question. I just want to keep talking. Um, this, oh gosh. We, we shut him up. This, uh, the actual submission, uh, the last part of the question says, do we still see angels today? And I think I could be wrong, but I think that question is probably asking in the way that we see in the scriptures where angels are descending and speaking to the saints, uh, speaking and giving direct messages. Mm. Um, I think that's probably what that question is hinting at. I don't know if you have any thoughts on if we still see angels today. Um, but wanted to throw that out there since it's on here. <clears throat> I never have. I haven't either. Yeah, I mean, or have I? I, you know, there's a. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to <laughs> we're gonna get to it this semester, um, and and John probably will have a lot more to say about this verse than I will. But I want to say Hebrews thirteen two. It says, uh, "Let me get to it." The physical Bible. Remember those in who are in prison as though in prison with them and those who are mistreated since you also are, wait, I skipped over the verse. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Mm-hmm. So it's just this idea that you should show hospitality to everybody uh, because you don't know if you've showed hospitality to an angel. Right. And so my answer would be, I mean, I, I don't think I have, but I've always learned and I've always perceived things as we should probably never say God can't do something. Mm -hmm. You probably should never say God won't do something either. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think it falls into the same category as, you know, the conversation of, well, does God still heal? Do people still speak in tongues? Does God still um, do miracles where he splits the sea? You know, maybe I haven't seen those things, but in, in other places, maybe God does. And I think, a lot of that comes down to, well, we have the word of God with us. Mm-hmm. And so I think if, if we don't see angels, it's simply because we already have the message of God yeah. physically in a copy. Whereas, you know, people in other countries, they may not have the message of God already with them. So maybe they need an angel to come and um, speak the message to them. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to play this card because I, I fall in that exact same camp to not put God in a box. Um, that way and be like, I mean, there's some things he can't do. He's not yeah. gonna lie to me. Um, he's not gonna die, but, but, but there's the others. I'm just not gonna, not gonna do that. But, but really all of the, um, appearances of angels that we see, 
uh, were either apostolic, like they just like, we're going to put Paul in there. We're going to put the apostles in there. Like they showed up to them or they happened in the book of Acts or it's end times. And so from, from the end of Acts, when I think it's Acts 27, when the angel appears to Paul, you don't, you don't see that anymore, uh, all the way until, uh, revelation, mm-hmm. um, which there's part of me that's like, Hey, like in times I'm all about that party. Let's see how this <laughs> is going to play out. Uh, that, those are the angels that I'm looking forward to see. Um, you, but I, go ahead. sorry, keep going. No, no. Um, but I, but I would never discount and like hold fast to that verse in Hebrews 13, um, th- there's part of, and, and I think this is Matthew 18, this, this is first Peter chapter one, uh, is it verse 12 that, that the angels are, are an audience looking at, and this isn't verbatim, but they're looking at why Jesus died for people like salvation and the approach to salvation rightfully confused them. This mm-hmm. is not what it's saying, but this is my, they're John, going, they're John going like, why did the son leave heaven to go rescue? Yeah. And so, so part of, you can make that connection to like, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, which that's, that's more so coming from the hall of faith, Hebrews 11. Um, but it's still this understanding that the angels as ministering spirits, as, um, I think John Piper makes the argument that we got guardian angels from Matthew 18, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fun conversation. Um, that I think that's Jesus talking about not hindering the children because they're angels, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is a great verse. So go check that out. Uh, if you want to be confused a little bit more. Um, but, but there's a, there's the angels are wondering why did Jesus die for these people? Mm. Um, and so they're looking for the evidence of why it was worth it. And so the thing that, that we would long to do is to put God's glory on display, that it makes sense to the angels that Jesus did what he did. That, that becomes kind of like my constant goal. I'm not, I'm not always aware of angels just walking around like they're probably watching me. That would be wild. But just living in such a way that I don't inhibit that thought. I don't want the angels to look at it and be like mistake. Like that's a horrible, yeah. a horrible thought for me. Uh, more so knowing that they go, why are you doing this? Oh, now mm. I understand. Yeah. That's good. How much time are we at? I'm curious. We're at 34. Okay. You said those are New Testament examples of angels. Yeah. And then Jesus in the wilderness, like angels coming to provide. Yeah. I mean, anything in the gospels, you're going to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. see a lot of angels in yeah. the gospels. You see a lot of angel work in acts and then, yeah. then you're silent. Mm. And then we're we're here. We're here. Mm. Mm. What about the uh, the fallen angel? What about him? Are we gonna go that Why route? That's bring, why I was like, how much time are we? Uh, you even get bring them up. We might have to go part two on this. To be honest with you, I mean, uh. created for God's glory, wanted it. God said, you don't get it. Uh, anybody who wants to follow with that, go. And I mean, you get Old Testament connections all throughout there. About a third of the angels said, okay. Yeah. And he said, uh, well, let me let me prove to you whose glory is better. You can have the earth. Mm. So he's the prince of the power of the air, which means he rules is that a f- the planet. What book is that? Is it a uh, Ezekiel? Isn't there one in... You have... Oh, that verse, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm giving him a title, but uh, that's a different podcast, and that could be next week, that could be whatever, because the <laughs> fallen angel connection there is a challenge 100%. There's a lot of language that goes into there. I scratched the surface of this with, with the talk on Elohim, um, which when we were doing the names of God and I made a couple people in our church mad um, about that. And rightfully so, because a lot of times we want to sing to Elohim, but not understand that that word describes all of the beings. And so I was like, there's Elohim all throughout the old Testament. Hmm. Um, and we need to get a proper picture of them yeah. um, in order to understand all of it as, as the whole um, and connecting the fallen one, <laughs> the, I don't know if you want to call it like you call it Satan, but 
but that like lead <laughs> evildoer yeah. um, to all the rest of them is a challenge uh, all throughout the Bible. So it's a, that's a multi-stage ordeal, but, mm. but they, they fell, they fell because they wanted the glory that was only God's mm. and uh, got what was coming to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, we could, we could talk about this for a while. Like, and I got could, like a ton more questions. So this will probably be week two. Week two. So. I mean, John, John said the word like Satan and that word just means the accuser. And so I think again, if we're just comparing like angels to demons, the, the goal of the demons is to accuse, right? To, uh, I think it's first Peter five, eight says the, the devil comes to steal, kill and, or no, 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 that's John. John 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, that I, I come that they may have life. And then before that, it's, they come to steal, kill and destroy. Uh, first Peter five, eight says that he comes like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And so just that the, the enemy's goal is to, to tempt you and to devour you and to destroy you and to separate you from um, Christ. Fix your, fix your eyes on the world. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's all that I got. Mm. This will be a continued episode. I'm 99% sure. So uh, we'll see you guys. I can come prepared next week. Right back here. <laughs> next, yeah. yeah That'll be, be fun. Don't always fun listen to what the culture says about angels. We were talking oh, about that earlier. Yeah. Like, that was uh, one of the questions I had. So we might have to jump was back it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were doing some research on like what songs and media describe angels as. And yeah. It's a bunch Coming of, like, from the lips of an oh, angel. No. Like, I like Luke Combs, but he, his song about angels is so inaccurate. <laughs> Just not even. Hey, remember that movie where uh, it's gospel theologian. <clears throat> Christopher Lloyd came back from the dead and played baseball? <laughs> yeah, angels in the outfield. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> angels in the outfield. <laughs> Full circle moment. There <laughs> it was. All right, guys. We'll be right back here next week in the same room, same place. We'll see you guys this Sunday food trucks. Yay! Sunday night. Boy!